Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and it's a good story. It's a good story on World of Ink Network. And um, I have two really great guys on that are wonderful authors, and uh, they're going to give you a lot of information, and it's going to be a really fun show. But first I'll give you a few little, let's see. Well, Virginia, Grenier and myself, Virginia will be back, and we are going to be doing some shows in June and July. And uh, so that should be fun. And we're also going to have some shows on narrators, you know, who do audio books. And it's going to be, we're going to try, you know, some different things, which we always do. But um, I'll be off for a few weeks is my famous last two words, <laughs> three words, four words, whatever. But um, I, I think I'll be off this month, you know, in May. But I may come back on because as soon as I see somebody out there that I want to have on, then I go, oh, I think I'll do another show, but I'm going to try. So, and um, I'm going to let the two gentlemen that we have on the show tonight, they will introduce themselves, and and they have long resumes, and they're both really, really good authors and with a lot of books. And uh, before I forget, Kevin Iggins is um, my narrator for my new book. It's actually my book that's been out for a couple years, and it's Love Changes, my favorite book, and He's done with it now, and it'll be on sale pretty soon. But I'm really happy he took it because this is my favorite book. And um, so and I'll continue on with the audio books, but he will be a guest. Um, some of my other audio books are done with people from the U.K., and the time schedule for them is a little hard. So I think um, we will be having some shows with some narrators in the future. So stick around for those because those are going to be good. And um Tonight we have Mike Pettit and Owen Parr, and I'm going to let Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello. <laughs> are you here? How are you? Hello. He's How's been on before, <laughs> right? And um, he's going to talk about all the things he does, and then we're going to have Owen, and then we're going to have a discussion, and we're going to cover a lot of things tonight. Um, we have a list. It's like a grocery list, Mike. Mike, you sent me a grocery <laughs> <It is>. list. <laughs> I know. Shopping I'm thinking list. like, the okay. Have we never talked about any of these things before? And so it's nothing we haven't talked about before, but we're going to talk about a lot of, you know, the things we talk about, marketing, audiobooks, characters, uh, independent publishing, uh, just about everything that we possibly can, unless Mike thinks of some other things that we can talk about. 
<laughs> but it's going to be a fun show. Oh, so, I Mike, you can, you can do the honors. No, it's okay, because I'm laughing because it's everything we always <laughs> talk about. Okay. All right, Mike, tell everybody who okay. you are and what you do. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks a lot for having me back on the show. Oh, you're welcome. I really appreciate it. I think this is my third, maybe third, third or fourth time on the yeah, show with you. Yeah, I think you. so. Over the last few years, and I've always enjoyed it, and uh, it's really a kick. And I do see a bounce in sales after after the show, so it's, it's a, well, it's a win-win situation. That's good. Yeah. And uh, that's good but, news. Uh, anyway, just real quick, a little uh, bit about me. Uh, then I'll turn it over to my nemesis, Mr. Owen Parr. <laughs> he, he, he's much older than I am, so I told him I would go first. <laughs> Well, um, you know, this is the so, one rule on this show is we never talk age. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we just uh, talk. That's right. That's, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You know. Um, but anyway, my name is Mike Bennett. I'm an indie author, and I always uh, tell people I'm an indie author. I, I do all my own. Uh, you know, I do my writing, of course. Sometimes, sometimes I steal a little bit from Cohen, but uh, mostly I, I do my own writing. Um, and then I do my own publishing, I do my own marketing and branding and just the whole nine yards. And I see that as the way to go in the future. But anyway, my my recent past over the last, oh, I don't know, eight, nine years, I've written 28 books now. I've got a couple in process, uh, one that's going to come out in the next three or four weeks and another. I try and do about five books a year, five to six books a year. And um, I... I published primarily on, on Kindle and Amazon books. I've tried other platforms and find them to be a little too uh, difficult to work with. Some are slow to pay. Some are just difficult to, to work with from, from an author standpoint. But anyway, I, uh, I do this for a living, full-time job for me. And uh, in the process, I, I ran across Owen Parr a few years ago. He and I just hit it off immediately. And we're good buddies, although... Uh, Although he tries to outdo me a lot, but he's yeah, <laughs> so. Owen, you pick it up from there, my son. Well, thank you, thank you very much, Mike. Marsha, it's a pleasure to be on. I've listened to your show a number of times. Mike spoke oh, very highly of you, it's and good. I'm, I'm glad thank that uh, I'm glad you asked me to be on and to be. And I'm glad share. you agreed to be on. I'm glad you agreed to be well, on. It's going to be a fun show. I'm uh, happy to share the uh, the spot with Michael, though I know it's a ruse because he's probably trying to steal some of my ideas, but <laughs> we'll go with that. I will. <laughs> I, uh, as far as my background, Marsha, I started uh, years ago in engineering, did that at a local utility company, got bored to death. I went into real estate, ended up owning my own company for about 13 years. But for the last 30 years, I've been in the financial industry business, advising companies and uh, individual investors how to invest, uh, doing portfolios and whatnot. So what I've done is in the last three years, I converted uh, two or three of my screen plays that I had written back in the 90s for fun. Uh, I had an agent at one time in San Diego, and, uh, of course, that didn't go anywhere. Converted the screenplays into the novels, and I'm just having fun writing two or three a year, mostly crime, uh, political intrigue. Uh, trying to develop good characters for people that to follow. So I think we'll get into the development of characters. And I also, like Mike, use Amazon, uh, CreateSpace, and Kindle, and Audible, all of the companies owned by Amazon. And I'm now doing my Audibles through Skyboat Media, 
and they published through uh, Blackstone and Downpour, which we'll talk a little bit more about a little bit later. But I'm enjoying doing it, and I like to write what I would love to read, which is mysteries and crime and uh, developing the stories. So that's you know, listen. These are two guys. They have great resumes. Or I should probably say what I do. And but before I do that, uh, the guest, if you want, you know, I'm in. We're, I'm in the chat room and it's open. And if you have any questions, you can write them in the chat room, and I'll be happy to ask the authors. And um, if you want to call in, if you have a question, uh, the number is seven one four two four two five two five nine. And uh, I am an author, screenwriter, and an agent, as, you know, I have mentioned many times on my shows. But, you know, it's interesting. I have 12 screenplays, too, so and I'm starting to put them into a novel form also. So I think it's a great idea, Owen. Somebody yeah, said they well, can't I hear it. They can't, can't, there's somebody out there, Vicki, I'm sorry, she can't hear anything. Isn't that it's weird? I don't know why. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I can hear everybody here. here. I know, I know. All right, anyway, all right, so wh- who wants to lead the discussion? Uh, you know, this is an open discussion with all three of us, so anybody can ask anybody a question, so it'll be more fun that way. Well, let me, I would, let, let I me, let, I get, I've enjoyed, Mike, <laughs> both, especially the series, Mike, your series on Key West, uh, I've enjoyed them tremendously. They're my favorite of all the series that you have. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your characters and how you develop them. All right, that's, that sounds like a uh, fair question. Um, I have, <laughs> okay. uh, I, I, do, I do series, <laughs> yeah, I do series as opposed to individual stories uh, because series sell better. Uh, readers love to get to know characters. So when I write, I, I spend a lot of time developing my characters. I actually mentally become that character, no matter if it's a minor part or, or the main character himself. Um, but I, I, I concentrate very heavily on my dialogue, my character development, the scenes, uh, and try and, and, and write the most descriptive uh, scenes that I can that pull the, the reader in. But uh, uh, my Key West series is about uh, uh, my main character, Jack Marsh, and uh, Key West is kind of, I don't know, I think most people have been to Key West and everyone knows that it's kind of the end of the road for just about anybody that goes down there, unless you're a tourist. If you're, if you're on the run, you wind up in Key West eventually, then jump off into the islands and disappear. But uh, it's a fascinating place. There's tons of stories out of that uh, 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 island. Uh, I mean, there's, I never lack for material. And... Uh, but you know, more more importantly, I think to what I, what I like to do, and this kind of a segue into one of my favorite topics, and that's indie writing and the indie yeah. author. Yeah. And let, let me just take one second to explain what I mean about that because I'm really pro indie. I, I think that's the future of writers uh, for you know people that are not are not uh, part of the big five in New York. They don't have a high-powered agent, they're just out there by themselves. And the indie author, most indie authors write their books, and beyond writing their books, they have no idea what to do afterwards, after it's finished. And so it's, uh, I look at it as indie writing as a business, and the creative part of it is the part I love the most, that's the actual writing. And then um, the, the part I like least is the marketing and the branding. 
And so I always try to encourage new authors um, to don't give up, uh, to just write, and, and don't worry about the next step. Um, there, there is, a, there is uh, some roadblocks, some speed blocks, and those are, for example, Amazon. Every day there's three to 5,000 new books downloaded to Amazon. Um, that, that in itself is scary, but of those three or 5,000, maybe, maybe 10 will make money, if that many. Uh, most right. Well, well, that's you know, because- right, and and you know, there never used to be. It was never anything like this. But uh, you know, once independent publishing became popular, which, you know, I've been doing shows for almost eight years now, and eight years ago, eBooks they were just people were just starting to talk about it if it ever you know came to be, and then all of a sudden, Kindle and it, the Apple and everything just blew out of the water, and that's when everybody started writing and. It's a it's a difficult thing because a lot of people are putting, you know, work out there that isn't good. So Amazon is trying, I think now, to try to figure out what to do, because I'm I've heard that they're getting a lot of returns and things of that nature, and the author is the one that the reader is the one that suffers because they don't know that the book hasn't been edited and uh, the story doesn't make sense, and people just threw them together. But that's what that's, we talk about right. a lot on the show. You can't just put it together. Indie authors, when as soon as, see, that's the thing. As soon as somebody hears that, they're going to think, oh, they just did it themselves. But it's a lot of work, and they're good authors. It, it's a lot of good authors out there that are doing it this Absolutely. way, not because they Absolutely. can't get published, yeah. but because they can do it faster. If you're going to go to a publisher, uh-huh. it could, could be five years before, you know, you get it. It could be a few years to get an agent, then once they get, you know, once you get an agent, then they have to go out there and sell your book, and then that could be another three years. It's usually, so by five yeah, years, twelve, yeah, twelve to eighteen months is about the right turnaround uh, if you have a, a publisher. And uh, you know, for me, I don't have twelve or eighteen months. Uh, that defeats my purpose. My purpose is getting books out there. But yeah. the, uh, the I, I've heard that also, Marcia, where where Amazon they're getting a lot of returns because of poor. Uh, not poor yeah. stories, but just poor writing, poor grammar, poor editing, and it just all boils down to editing. You know, you, you've got to format your book correctly to their standard. You must have an editor. You know, it's not a good idea to edit your own books because you you're going to miss a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I I it took me a long time to realize that I was my own worst enemy by putting books out as fast as I could without having a good editing job. And man, it's cost me sales. Um, and Owen's Owen's gone through the same thing. I have a new editing yeah, service like, now, like, BWC Editing, and they do a great like, job. Uh, Owen, do you, have you had that? You've had that problem? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, Owen. like Mike, I I do my uh, I do my own. I do. I'm an independent author. I uh, I started going through the agent route when I did my screenplays, and that took forever. So you know, the whole idea is to write something that I enjoy writing and know and hope that my, my readers enjoy it. But uh, anybody today can put something on paper and put it on uh, Kindle, and it could be uh, totally you know, un- not worthy of reading. So we are hurting ourselves if we don't go with a route of publishing something that's been edited and professionally yeah. done, not just, yeah. not just a proofread. So I, I think over time the – the writers who are not following that formula 
will have to drop out because there's no sense writing if they're going to not sell anything. They are dropping out. So, you know what? what? They are because I, I know a lot of people that started out, you know, uh, when I started doing radio, a lot of them, I was just talking to Virginia and the partner with World of Ink, both of us, and we talked about that. They're gone. They are because they just mm-hmm. wanted to come and see if they could do it and make a lot of money, and then they realized that they couldn't, and then they're gone. So, yeah. you know, this is yeah. long term. This is not easy. You know, but Absolutely. you got to love it. Absolutely. You have to love it. Yeah, you know, most, most people, everyone wants to write a book, and, and everyone can. But what happens is a person will write a book, and their friends and family will buy a copy, and then it just disappears into yeah. the, the cyber, cyberspace. Uh, yeah. But for those of us that are serious about the business, about uh, making a name for ourselves, getting our brand out there, our products out there, then it is a business that uh, you, you must take serious. And the indie author, uh, we, we authors are creative by nature, you know. We we love what we do, but boy, you've got to really bone up on on how to get your book out there and get it in front of people. Otherwise, uh, you're not going to sell anything. Yeah, um, and there are a lot know, of places go, now, and it's very it's confusing because there's so many places now. I mean, every day I get different emails, and then sometimes I'm up late at night, and then I look, and then there's somebody else offering something to market your book. Yeah. You know, it, it is very difficult, but, you know, if you don't do it, because you know, as soon as you talk to people or meet them, they want they look you up on Google, and both of you, there's a lot on you. And um, yeah. that's really important. I've had authors on – you know, and if they have an agent or if they're from a big five, that doesn't, you can't even find some of them sometimes with their books because they think that the publisher is marketing them and the publisher is just doing a little for a lot of authors, but not a lot. So yeah. they're not out there yeah. even. You can barely find things on some of them. And that's not a yeah, good thing. Yeah, that's, that's no, another I, reason I, why I, I, that, that's I, the reason I don't go with a uh, big publisher because. They have their superstars, and that's where they put their advertising dollars. And someone that's been waiting for 12 to 18 months to get their book out there, and it'll get printed, but then it sits on a shelf somewhere and dies because there's no push behind it. Yeah. And, um, Owen, what do you think? Yeah, he was going to say something. There's also also some publishing houses that are accessible to the independent writer, but speaking to some authors who use them, they don't even know when to get paid, how much to get paid, how many books are being sold. So there, there's a lot of uh, companies out there pretending to be publishers who are not. Yeah, so, yeah they're small uh, publishers, and then you know what happens? And they go out of business, and then the people get nothing. Well, you know, also, yeah. like, you know, like any my, business, it, like, and, I was and, say, in our, like in our business, I'm uh-huh. oh, sorry if we're talking over each other. I apologize. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say that, like, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of money to be made in writing, and uh, but you have to work it. And when there's a lot of money around, there's a lot of sharks in the water. There are people that are going to do wonders for you. You know, they pay them X amount of dollars, and they'll get you in front yeah. of uh, you know, yeah. in newspapers. They'll have you on TV shows, and it never happens. Uh, no. You know, I, I look at it as just uh, me back-to-back and uh, do it all. And yeah. that's the, that way I control everything. That's like a business. It's like uh, anything. Like, it uh, is a business. Uh, it is a business. Yeah. 
you know, and, and if you and you can control what you do, and if you don't do anything, nothing will happen. So, and yeah. it, but unfortunately, if you do a lot, sometimes it won't. But you just got to keep writing. You know, the success of it all is not just one book or two. You got to keep going. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I know that. I know that Owen. Owen's a good businessman. He knows how to push his books. One of the things I learned first when I first wrote my first book was how do you sell the first book and. The answer came very simply by by writing a second book. Right. And I think yeah. authors who are listening, uh, if you finish the book, get it edited, get it out there, and begin writing your second book. Uh, because once you, in my sales, once I had two, three, four books, the people that buy the third book are going to go back and buy the second and the first book and so forth. So it just yeah. becomes a, an ongoing ongoing sales, and hopefully you're developing a, a reader uh, fan club so that they like your, your books and go back and forth. But like Mike, I do everything myself. I write. I have it edited. I don't do it myself. I don't, don't no, edit right. myself. Yeah. Uh, right. And then I have the covers professionally done, and I have the audio professionally done, and then begins the process of marketing the books through Amazon and Kindle and Facebook and Twitter and all the social media that's available. Right. That's exactly right. You know, uh, and that's exactly what I do. And, you know, the, the one advice I would give people because I – I've been doing this for a lot of years, and uh, I think, you know, if you stay in one, you know, a lot of times you don't want to stay in the genre, but sometimes I, I didn't because I have children's books, then I have adult books, then I have a, a Holocaust survivor book. I, my advice would be try to stay in the same genre because you it's hard to market in several genres, and it's you also you don't develop an audience as much as if you stick to the same audience because if you're a good writer and they like your work they want more but if you keep switching around you know I've done it because I did screenplays and I did too many different things so I mean right now I'm you know deciding on which genre because I do think when you stay in genres that are similar even it's easier to market yeah. and your audience is you know they wait for your books I tell you, you're absolutely right. You know, the, if we could do a whole show, an hour, two hour, five hour show on fan base, reader base. I yeah. mean, you must must know your reader base. You must uh, talk to them. You've got to get in front of them. Uh, part of your part of my strategy. And Owen brought this. Well, up you definitely very, very do important. talk to them. You definitely do talk to I them. Do. <laughs> you <laughs> definitely four, talk to four, them. I have four Facebook pages. And then I've got Twitter. I've got uh, chat, uh, a blog. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm all over the place. But it, yeah. and, but it, and it's hard to keep up with it all. But the, but the thing is, is that you've got to write. One of the keys to making money is have a lot of books. You know, so yeah. one day, like today, maybe one of my books won't sell, but another another two or three will. So I mean, that's to me, that's where it is. At the end of every every night before I go to bed, I check my sales. I check them overnight in the morning, and see what has happened, what's moving, what's not moving, what, look for trends. Um, and, and then if, it's, if it looks like it's uh, uh, not selling. When you say, when you say selling, trends, at, what, are you, what are you looking for? When you say trends, if, what are you looking for? I mean, it, what type of trend selling, would change book, your mind? If the, if, the, if the book's not selling, what I'll do is I'll go to a subgenre and add it to the tag words. Uh, yeah. I'll change it from, say, a romance, a, a romance mystery. Uh, I'll change it to hard-boiled mystery. You know, just just the See, but sometimes and, and they sometimes they. I've heard that Amazon once you 
once the tagline that you start with, you know, and somebody ends up buying your book at the beginning, it doesn't change that much. Even if you change it, they have you in a category. I don't know. I've heard that several times, you know, and that's uh, why no. if I don't know. Do you think it, it makes a difference? No, I change mine all the time. I mean, I, yeah, I, I do push, too, but I, I don't work, know if it gets anywhere. I don't know if it gets. So you change your you change your tag yeah. words. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do yeah, too. You know, but you know, uh, yeah. And it works. It works because uh, if I see a book that's not moving at all, then I know it's a stinker, and I'll just pull it. You know. But Owen, I, I've got what like about you? What do you do? What does Owen do? Owen, no, what do you do? I I I I'm doing similar. I think it's easier to change on Kindle than it is on on the Amazon print uh, books. But I yeah, do change, yeah. and I look at, I do look at the trends. If, uh, if uh, you know, I, as long as I stay true to the book, uh, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change something from, from romance to uh, mystery if, if, if they're not. Right. But as long as, as long as I stay true to the genre, then I'll, I'll change it. I'm, I'm also advertising, Mike. I don't know if you do, in uh, through Kindle. Uh, I, I have. A number of my books on Kindle, and they appear if you search on Kindle and you're looking at your Kindle reader, you're able to see in some cases my books, and I tag my books to other right. authors of the same style, whether it's Michael uh-huh. Connolly or, or okay. You want to explain then, that because a lot of people like want to understand about that tagging, uh, tagging to another author. You know, years ago they didn't like they didn't want you to do that, but I've heard this lately that people are tagging. On to the other author. So you put those in the tag words. Um, if, well, those if, when I advertise when I advertise uh-huh. on Kindle Direct, I am able to put keywords, whether it's mystery, or murder, or crime, or I can write Michael Connolly, who's an author of yeah. uh, uh, crime books, and then people looking at a Michael Connolly book on Kindle on the Amazon page, on the bottom. Where they it says uh, similar books, right, mine right, will yeah, show up correct. at some point. Mine will show up uh, at some point. Okay, if you yeah. if you pay for that, they'll let you get away with that. But trust me, if you put uh, a, a, a well-known author's name as a tag word, uh, you're going to get nailed. I've, See, I've I thought that. I, I thought that, but then I heard that again from somebody else that was on my show a few weeks ago. We were talking about huh. that, and they said they tag with. Other authors and other, you know, things like that to they'll, get they'll more catch people. You. They'll catch you eventually. They'll catch you eventually. Yeah. No, no, we're, we're talking, mean, Mike. Mike, we're talking about two different things. You cannot do that yeah. on your regular uh, uh, characters or your regular book description yeah, and keywords. I do it as a paid advertising right. with Amazon. Yes, you can do that. Yes, okay. I agree. You can, you can do that. You're absolutely right. But if you do it, see, like I don't advertise. I do my own little advertising on Facebook. You know, my formula is you have your, your reading base. So you do two or three posts that are of interest to your reading base, then you hit them with an ad. You push one of your books. And so that's to the, the extent that I use advertising. I don't spend any money on advertising. I don't spend money See, on I any. spend money on, on advertising on Facebook. And, you know, I, I think what happens is you get, you get known more because you, but you don't get sales. I don't think because I think they're just coming uh-huh. in and looking, you know. Um, and I noticed that on my um, Lady Jane Sinclair fashion, you know, style. And uh, if right. I put like if I put something out there for even two dollars, 
you get so many people in. It's incredible that are just looking at that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and it's not advertising me, but then I, so I'm not going to really get the sales, but they're going to hear my, you know, see my name. But a lot of people yeah. don't want to even do that. But I think you have to do something see? paid, you know. I advertising. I can see how much I'm spending and how much or how many books are being sold and how much money I'm generating through that sale. So Amazon Kindle will show me I spent $50 advertising and sold $80 worth of books. Or in some cases, some of the ads will show that I spent 80 advertising and only sold 50 in books, so I canceled that ad. So I yeah. keep right. redoing okay. the ads and, and keep the ones that are working always on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's I a good. I, I think you have. To, I, I actually do think you have to spend money, Mike. I, it's good that you don't, but I, I really believe you do have to spend some money now. Um, if, if you get your money out of it, yes. Now let me let me give you a real fast example. Uh, I had a book that was similar to Harold Robbins and Sidney Sheldon, and the name of the book, and I'll do a little plug here, is uh, North of Mulholland, and mm-hmm. I knew that in India, in India, they love Harold Robbins and Sidney Sheldon, so I boosted it. With a hundred dollars in India, only India, and it was number one, a number one seller. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I still don't know how much rupees are. <laughs> I can't figure out the yeah. exchange rate, but I, you know, I've got a wheelbarrow of rupees, <laughs> you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so advertising does pay. But for, on the other hand, I think, I think we might have a caller you. here. Uh, we have a caller. Do you want to take a caller? Do you both yeah. want me to take a yeah. call? All right. Uh, I'm just saying, in case there should not be, hopefully the caller will be okay. You open yourself up to everybody with this, so we'll. I've had it before. I've had it before, and yeah, I'm quick on the trigger, so we'll see how this goes. Hi, you're on the air. Can I help you? Hi, this is Jim Nesbitt. I'm calling uh, for listening to Owen and Mike give give all their secrets away that I'm busily scribbling down so I can. uh, be just like them when I grow up. Wait a minute, Jim. I, I knew you were going to call. I knew you had your little recorder on, your little camcorder. I know I know what you're doing. Owen and I know exactly what you're up to. You you sell more books than both of us put together, you rat. I don't think that's true yet. But, you know, when I do grow up, I want to be just like Mikey and Owen, you know? <laughs> Good to hear. Yeah, you. right. Yeah. Sure, well, Tim, do you want to uh, talk? Do you want to talk about something? You wanted to ask a question? Yeah, a serious question. Uh, uh, what do you guys think of the uh, guys like Mark Dawson and Nick Stevenson who hawk, uh, you know, heavy, heavy use of mailing lists? And uh, although I do notice that, that Dawson is starting to steal a page from Owen's book on, you know, Amazon advertising and keywords, but both right. those guys, you know, really push. Uh, mailing list, and want to get your thoughts on that. That's a good question. What about that? Who wants to yeah, take that is. one? Owen, why don't you take that? I I have tried developing mailing lists and advertising to get emails, and a lot of people advertise and sell programs so you can do that. I don't have a lot of time to uh, devote to that. I do put out about a thousand emails a month with uh, an upcoming book or uh, an audible that I'm going to put out, and I don't really get a lot of response from that to be honest with you but obviously uh, the bigger the bigger that list is the better it would work i don't know that a thousand isn't it's enough uh, it may be that you need three four five thousand or more to be able to be successful in that 
If I had more time, I would probably do more of it, but I just don't have that time to do that. Well, you just yeah. hit, you okay. just hit on the uh, on the independent author's lament. So, so much to do right. and so little time. Yeah, exactly. that, that's the thing. That, so that's you know, right? That's the problem. Is you know, and because it, it does become you know a writer's block sometimes if you're worried about marketing so much that you can't you know write. So because I've had a lot of authors on, and you know, this is a big problem for almost all authors. You know, they they don't like Mike said at the beginning. They don't really want to market, but there's no choice. If you don't, then they won't know who you are. So, but then there's also you know, a limit of how much you can spend, how much time you yeah. spend on marketing. That's well, that's how, much money, you, that's how much money you can spend as well. Um, yes, exactly, you know, I, I right. Just put, I just put my second I, book out, and uh, you know, it, it, uh, I know what you know, Mike and Owen know. You you get a second book out there, and all of a sudden there's interest in the, the first book, and uh, it's been interesting to see the little. Uh, I'm, I'm promoting the second book, but then I see. The first book out selling the second book because people want to you know get in on the first in a series. So it's uh, I, I think there's a merit to what these guys are saying in terms of get the book out there, get the next one out there, and build yourself a uh, you know build build yourself a portfolio. Jim, that's, what that's is absolutely the, uh, true. What are the names of your two books? Oh, uh, I forgot to do the shameless pimping. Um, first book is called <laughs> The Last Second Chance. <laughs> And uh, the second second one is called The Right Wrong Number. Both feature a uh, rather battered and dogged Dallas private investigator named Edward Birch. He is uh, mm-hmm. uh, not your super sharp uh, private investigator. Um, I've described him as a uh, uh, Columbo without the um, without the raincoat to chew up cigar and the caricature. Why, why don't you, you know, email email Mike and give me give and, and Mike will give you my email address and then you, maybe you'll come on a show and talk to us. Love, love to. Um, All right, that's yeah. good. And and and, I, and I'll do that, uh, Marcia. Uh, yeah, it'd be great to it'd be great to have you because I don't not, right and the more you know, I I always love new authors on you know that I haven't had on because it's fun. So you can come on the show. So Mike, you know, Mike can join you or Owen. We can all have a good time here. I, I like that kind of show. You know, everybody's talking because you know it's fun. Well, I, I've we, learned a lot from both Mike and Owen. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a long time writer as a journalist and a public relations guy, but uh, relatively new to the the novel game. And uh, these guys are pros. They know how to sell. And uh, you know, I've learned a lot by. Uh, uh, you know, tibbeting with them on a, on a fairly regular basis. I've, I've about worn Owen out on Amazon questions. And things. <laughs> yeah. and, and I and I I dodge you. <laughs> you know, I, I keep an eye on where you know wherever Jim shows up. I try and zip out the back door. <laughs> I'm not giving away my secrets. <laughs> No, well, you know what? It's kind of the luck of the draw. How everybody does, you know. I mean, some books will do Wait. good and some books won't. You know, we just okay. don't know that, but here we just some, gotta like it when we're doing it. Yeah. Marcia, Marcia. Yes. Here's here's a here's a hot tip for all of your listeners. Owen Farr and Mike Pettit both have how-to books on the market right now uh, for the indie author for the, the new author. Mine is uh, uh, indie author bootcamp marketing 101. And Owen, what is yours? My book is How to Sell, Overcome Fear of Objection, Manage Your Time. It, 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 the, the title is long, and to be honest. 
it's my one of my best sellers and the smaller book that I've written. It's about a hundred pages. Yeah. So people, I was just, you know, I actually was talking to somebody today because actually the truth is people love those kind of books, how to, I know. and that you know I keep telling everybody to do it. I've never written a how to, but I'm t- that I think that is where people can get more sales if they write how to books. Oh, and, you know, absolutely. It, that's I mean, a great it's branding. Like, it's, it's a like really good branding money. tool. It's a great branding you know, tool. There's there's a one of the, one of the first people that made a million dollars on Amazon is a fellow by the name of John Locke. And he writes. I, uh, I know that. Uh, I bought his book. I remember yeah. that. He was he was one of the first to start out with, like this. Yep. Yeah. That's right. And and then he so he sold a million books and made a couple of million dollars. And then he wrote a how to book. And so I said, darn, if I if he can do that, yep. I can do it. So I wrote yep. a how to book. And of course, I haven't sold a million, but uh, uh, it you know it keeps me in pocket change. Well, I think people can always learn something new. I mean, you know, that's really on the shows. I take notes a lot because, you know, no matter Uh how much you think you know, somebody else can come up with something else that you don't know, you know, and that helps. So, you know, I think that's a good thing for people to do. Mike's background in in sales and the life he's lived and all the businesses that he's had, and he's put that in his book. And I do the same with all my sales experience and executive experience. These two books, I think, are probably less than $8 together. And they have a lot a lot of wisdom in them. And I, I really think that the author who's listening, uh, even people who are not authors who want to help their children how to manage time and, or if they're doing sales in eBay or whatnot, these two books can be tremendous for them. And they're both uh, in Amazon under Mike's name and, and my name, obviously. So yeah, we would recommend sales, those yeah. You know, sales. There's all the, the formula is the same for anything in the world. You know, consumer products, reading yeah. materials, cars. But it's all the same. You know, you just apply no, that's the basic true. You rules. Can, right, right. You, you know. I know that, that's true. You know, and I think that you know we are selling ourselves, which is you know a difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult for oh. people to sell themselves a lot of times. You know, see, um, here, this, this is what I tell. I go to a lot of conferences and, and I talk uh, at those conferences. And what I tell them, the people, the audience, is we are in the entertainment business. The tip of the spear are the movie stars, but we're way in the back. We write the words that they're going to say and make them famous. Well, so that's we're part exactly of that. true. So, absolutely. And so to me, the number one thing in my brain is to get my brand, which is me, out to the public. If people know my name, they're going to know my. They're going to buy my book. If they don't know my name, they're not going to buy my books. It's as simple as that. You know, yeah, if you have I, the formula for true. selling. Yeah, if you have, if you have the basic formula for selling, where you get your product out there in front of them, you know, you never ever. I see these poor people on 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 uh, these groups that say today only ninety nine cents. Buy my book. Jump over and get it. They don't even tell you what the book is, you know. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Don't ever do that. And I never, ever give a book away free. I did this past Easter. I gave away a little thing that I did for Easter time. Right. We, we have a lot of people I'm talking about that. We do have a lot of people talking about, uh, you know, we should give away books. And a lot of people, you know, uh, I think that's been a problem. And I think that is a problem with the, you know, 99 mm-hmm. cents, doubt, you know, and I've changed some of them. And, yeah. and then I've done a free, you know, the free books, you know, a lot of times the free books, your numbers go you know, they're great, and then as soon as you take it off, it's not. So, I mean, you know, and yeah, I think, yeah. you know, it's never been, it's not a great thing to do anymore, and I think they did it for years because it did work at the very beginning when they started doing a lot of this about 
for some people made a ton of money when they did this with the Kindle, the KDP, but then it stopped. But at the beginning, yeah. I, there were I several see, I, authors I that made a in, lot of money. Yeah, I got in on the ground floor with Kindle. You know, not not in the exact startup time, but right pretty close. You know, I was with a, a print-on-demand publisher, and they were every day I was sending money and money and money, and I wasn't going anywhere. And then I said, hey, what's this Kindle thing? So I jumped on that. Yeah. And I, I, that, I think that was uh, just – I mean, over the years, I have had people come to me, you know, and tell me how much they spent. And it was – that's why one of the reasons I do the shows, I've had people come to me, they have spent – Oh, like twenty thousand uh, dollars for one book, yeah. and they don't even get a copy of it. And it is—it's—it's it's really scary to to think that people With are the out there. Demand, really, yeah. it's so bad. It's—it's it's really bad. Yeah, and you know, but then once they come to me, then there's nothing I can do. You know, I can't help yeah. them, and and they've already spent this. And that's the thing. You know, why have people like you and Owen on that have done this the right way? You know, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> That's important for people to see how much you've done and you've really got your name out there, but you haven't done it with somebody that's going to charge you 20000 and then that's you don't right. even know what they did. Right. And they do yeah. actually they that's do nothing. Right. You know, they call me a lot of that's times some places and they say, oh, would you like to be on a radio show? I go, really? Mm-hmm. And they go, yeah, it's like uh-huh. $4,000 to be on. I go, like, I think maybe Google me. <laughs> You might see that I do radio shows for free. And, you know, but they do charge people like $4,000 to get on a yeah. radio oh, show. You said for, crazy. You said, you said Marsha, you said for free. I said Mike, $250 would be on the show. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike must, have, Michael, Mike must have not told me. Mike yeah, I'll cut you, you your share, Marsha. Was that a cash deal? Overnight. Was that cash? It was. <laughs> No, no. With, oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Never, never go out. Never go out drinking with Owen Parr. Never. <laughs> we went. To, we went to a restaurant down in, I don't know, someplace down in South Florida, and he tells the maitre d it's my birthday, and so mm-hmm. I try to get a free dinner. Okay. Oh, that was so nice. the check comes. The check comes. Owen disappears. He's gone. Oh. So I had to pay for his meal. <laughs> well, plus I had You're all the people singing happy birthday. You're happy. I had, I had cash to so, you out after that night. <laughs> which shows do you like? Which conferences do you both like? Oh, and which conferences do you go to? Do you go to conferences? I have gone to a couple of conferences. Florida Writers Association is one that I attended. Uh, I haven't been out too many. Again, keep in mind that I've been writing since 2015 only, so it's only been yeah. a few years. But I'm still I'm still involved in uh, in my business, not in the writing business, but I, I'm still involved in the financial advice business yeah. on mm-hmm. a full time basis. And I, I do take a lot of vacations with the family, so my time is limited, and I need to pick and choose which ones I go to. Yeah, yeah. see, I, I know, you, you know, right it's hard to where decide right which now? ones. Marcia, let's where do am this. I right oh, now? Where, where are you right? Where are you at the right at this moment? <laughs> I'm, I'm in uh, Key West, Isla Mirada, Key West. <laughs> enjoying the sun. <laughs> he's enjoying he's the, the sun. keys. Living the good life, you know. Oh, yeah. And well, I, I'm in Chicago. I, what can I tell you, Chicago? But I, you know, I want you know, a lot of a lot of these conferences aren't good, and you know, and um, so Mike, what would you suggest to people? Where where I, would you suggest you go when you go to conferences? Okay, I I go to I, I try to go to one every month for sure, every other month around the country. Really? Um, the one that I have found to be really a fun one is uh, Keller, Keller Nashville. Nashville. 
Yeah. I love killing When is that one? When is that one? It's in August, uh, mid-August. If you just Uh Google Killer Nashville, it's a good group of people. Uh, a lot of uh, I know. Uh, I, there's a lot of people I, I know. I've I've talked to on with that. Yeah. I just yeah. You know, and there's a new one now down in Key West. It's just starting uh-huh. to get uh, up and going. I've gone to the Romance Writers in Dallas. I've gone to Mystery Writers, the Florida Writers, and uh, so what do you gain um, out of that? What what do you, do you meet? I mean, what what happens? Do you learn more? Do you okay. sell books? Yeah. Do you what I, what meet I, more people? Yeah. What I do. What I do is I push the brand. You know, it's basically yeah. a good time to just get your name out there, get your face out there, glad hand everybody. Yeah. Uh, I try and get on panels where I can speak and talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even just be a moderator on a panel, just so you're seen and you be seen. Yeah. And then, yeah, Killer and Nashville. Then I, I've I, heard I, is Killer Nashville's one that I've heard, and some of the ones really in Florida is. are good. Yeah, Florida. You know. Good. Uh, but you know you can go you can go every week. There's so many of these darn things around. There's one out in in uh, uh, California, the Southern Southern writers, whatever it is. Uh, Laura Taylor is big in that. She's an excellent author. Lives out there and she's a speaker out there. So so there's so many of these things. But see, you have to be careful too. Uh, it goes back to the old sales thing. You know, if you're not talking to your customers, someone else is. Don't spend a lot of time talking to other authors. You know, don't don't do that. Get away from other authors. You know, that's your competition. Some of the best things that these conferences are the seminars that are available. Uh, last year when I went to Florida Writers, they had a whole day with a team from a crime investigative unit like CSI. Oh, that's, yeah. and, well, that's a good one. And that yeah, was excellent. Good. We spent the whole day. Uh, looking at all our videos and actually touching blood and working with blood uh, forensics and uh, the amount of information I gather from there I have used in uh, in some of the books that I've written after that. So if you're able to do that, as opposed to just hanging around with other authors, like Mike is saying, then that's great. Um, yeah. See, while, while he yeah, was I doing think, that. I think so. I, I think that's true when you're actually learning something new, you know, and, you know, um, if it, you know, I mean, being in the crime, you know, when you're in the crime, you know, and, and people will, it has to be correct, you know. Um, right, right. You know, uh, except though, if you work in the FBI or CIA, when you watch TV, you can just do whatever you want. And they go, oh, my God, they're in the FBI, yeah. so whatever. <laughs> they can make a mistake. See, they while, while, Owen, while Owen, Marshall, while Owen was in that class, that all-day class, I was in an autopsy class. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Excellent, beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you I, learned a lot. I mean, it was really gross and disgusting, but but. Well, I know you know, you know I'm you know a lab technician, so I remember the first day that I went to lab school. <laughs> that's what they showed us as an autopsy. So this is not uh-huh. a fear for me. This is so, a fear for me. Are good. <clears throat> but, but I just don't want to know. I just don't want to know the person. I don't want to know the person that's laying there. This is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think I dated her back in 1950. <laughs> <laughs> But well, I think, you know, anything that, you look at, I mean, any kind of research that anybody does, you know, you, you know, you never know when you're going to use something in a book. And I think that, you know, right. a lot of people don't realize that, you know, sometimes you can research something and only use one line, but you still have to know what you're talking about, you yeah. know, and yeah. um, 
and I think people don't realize that. And, you know, and uh, I had two authors on that do historical romance, and that is tough because the, that audience, uh-huh. you had best be right, okay? And oh, yeah. Because they, it, that's a really tough one because, you know, in, in the times that they have to go, they can't, you know, if they do one wrong thing that was for maybe another century, people get crazy. So that's very difficult. But, you know, they're very yeah. thorough. I wanted to ask both of you about how you what, how do you feel about um, – the libraries, they're, they're not the, – in Chicago, they're very tough on indie authors, and uh, they're making a big mistake. You know, uh, people love to talk to authors. So, oh, and how do you feel about that? What about libraries? I mean, they're not that great for indie authors. No, they're not, and, and neither are uh, some bookstores. I, I no, right, book, right. Book signings, and, and the same thing I can say about some book fairs. Uh, they they don't want in the authors the the libraries. I don't know why they wouldn't do it. I mean, who is going to the library these days, right? So they should be able to offer more and more instead of. I less. think they should because they'd get people in because people really like to talk to authors and they like to hear what they have to say. Yeah, right. But yeah, they just that's but true. they just don't you know they really need to think about that with the indie authors and you know because that's the problem when you know. Um, that's why the word, the first word they used was self-published, which was horrible, because that uh-huh. is like you, that you feel like people like just glued the pages together, and there you go, you have a book. But it's not true. So they independent sounds so much better. But the libraries and the bookstores, you know, the bookstores are going out of business anyway. I don't know what is wrong with them, why they can't host some, you know, indie authors, and it would really get a good turnout, I think. Well, you know, it might I, I agree. Back, I agree. It goes back to when we started the conversation uh, with the some of the poor quality of the independent authors publishing out there, just yeah. garbage. So yeah, but all they have to do is look at the books and you know read them, oh. and, you know, and it, you know, sometimes I have dropped off books, and then I'll call and they'll go like, oh, we don't know what happened to the books. I'm thinking like, forget this. I'm not going to keep bringing you books, and you're going to like take them home and well, not have you know, you know, and that's a bad it, thing. Okay, but keep in mind also that when you when you work with Amazon and Kindle, when you finalize your formatting and download your book to be published, you have the option to have your books put in libraries. Okay, and right. if you have an if you have an ISBN number, right, you can right. get it into a library or into a book yeah. anywhere. Yes, you, you know. could, but, you could, uh, and it's true. It is true, but you know they yeah. don't make it easy. And I hope someday soon to That's see right. it would be better. Right. For authors, because they are missing the boat. There are a tremendous group of indie authors that are so good that it's really uh-huh. sad. That's I mean, right. when I was an age, when I did agenting, I had really some top-notch authors, and they just didn't stay in the game. They should have, you know, and right. because I, you know, I'm taking my screenplays and I give people that advice, but they don't seem to take it. But if you have a good uh-huh. story that was a screenplay and you make it into a novella or a book, you've got a great chance of somebody picking that book up and going, you know what, this is going to be a good movie. But if you keep it in the drawer and you don't do anything, nothing will happen. But it's possible once it's a book, it somebody could pick it mm-hmm. up because almost all the movies you see are books. So don't, you know, if you have a screenplay, I agree with you. Oh, and that's what I'm doing now. I'm taking, they were good stories. I've had several movies that were optioned. So I'm doing that now because eventually, I may not be here, but eventually someone might take the book and go, this is going to be a good movie. 
So you never uh, here, know. Here's a topic. Here's a topic for another one of your shows too. Now with Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, all of the internet uh, web-based uh, shows being put together, they're looking. For I know material. it's a tremendous group now. You know, Amazon. So Amazon, sure. Amazon has you know uh, the good. Uh, let's take the good fight. Uh, that was from The Good Wife, you know, and it was, mm-hmm. I just watched a series from Amazon, and it was right. terrific. It was ten times, it was so much better than Good Wife because actually these characters could swear, do whatever they needed to do to get the scene better, and it was really good, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking a lot of times now, this is so much better than five years ago because, Five years ago, this wouldn't have happened, but now Netflix and all of these, it's a very good possibility that some of the books, some of the screenplays will come to life that never would have in years ago. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe we can do I'm another hopeful. show in the future on, on how to get your books in front of the right people, too. Yes, you know, that's, a, that's a good often. show to have. And uh, that's the hardest like I'm, thing I'm to do. I'm working now with some people on, on doing some, some production work. But it's it, it's uh, it's a tough game. It really is because I, mean, I did we're, it for we're, we're I did it for 15 years, and it's hard. And I still, <laughs> I know you know, I'm still WGA, that. but I couldn't do anything because you know a lot of the people are right now. What's happening is they're you know they're producing, directing, and they have the money, and that's how the movies are getting yeah. made. Not because they're that good. It's because they have the money to do it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And you know, so, and and I think we have. Thing, I, we might have someone. some callers, so I'm gonna. See what happens here, okay? Okay. So we're not gonna, okay. We're gonna hope for the best here, okay? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, Hi, Marsha. Yes. What a wonderful show! Oh nope. my God, this is fantastic! Bravo! Thank you. Who is this? <laughs> I am Cheryl, and Hello. bravo to all three of you. Bravo. Oh, thank you. My, thank you. My, my, my Owen Parr, whenever I read The Dead Have Secrets and I came to the end of it, I screamed, no, no, it can't be the end. <laughs> I sent him a personal note and I said, no, it can't be the end. It can't be the end. Um, and then I've the Joey Mancuso books. Owen, you are a rock star. Um, thank you. Mike, thank you. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, it's very exciting for an author to hear this because when somebody loves our work, people are we're really uh, happy. So you know, I mean, it I really know. makes an author happy. I know. And then I have to tell you, Mike Pettit's uh, Key West series. I've read all of the other books that he's written too, um, but the Key West series. I am so jazzed about that, and I just had to say bravo, bravo to, but, you, to know, you, two you know, authors, and bravo to you, Marsha. Thank so you nice very much. Call. But, Thank you so much. How nice this is. But don't, but don't is hang up. Don't. Hang, I know this woman. I know this okay. woman. Owen knows this woman. She's our editor. She's my editor. Oh, <laughs> I know who it is. I love it. Too. I love it. <laughs> I know who it is also. <laughs> well, no, I I was listening no, to this. No, no, I'm not going to give you a raise. <laughs> no, no, no kudos, no kudos to me. But I I have a few other authors, but um, I'm so proud of these two guys. I I am just uh, so jazzed. 
I'm so happy to be able to be a part of their world. I really am. So, isn't so, that nice, guys? Well, this nice. is a good thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it's nice. very nice. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. You, you know, Marcia, I really yeah. appreciate this. Marcia, I was really uh, looking, I like looking at I was looking at your um at your uh uh, uh books and I thought mm. I have got to read this I have got to read this girl. I've got to read her. So <laughs> well, I good. will be showing her. Okay. All right. I will let you guys go. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Very nice. Thank you. Thanks for the props. Thanks for the props. (laughs) (laughs) See, you guys, see, listen, you guys have fans, okay? This is a good thing. That's what every, this is what you work for is fans, you know? I mean, people, you know, and people don't realize how much an author likes to hear about someone mention their character because they become real then. And then we know, yeah. you know, that someone likes a character that we did. And this is so exciting. So, I mean, I think that, you know, I'd like to have another show with you two both. Well, you both, both of you come on. And I, I agree we should talk about some of these other subjects because, you know, there's uh-huh. so many things to talk about with writing, you know. And that's why I keep doing these shows because I think that there's always – and there's always new things that are out there, you mm-hmm. know. And right. you have to keep trying them. Yeah, we have one That's more well, call. I think we have another call. We'll just do one more call, and then we'll. Go ahead. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, how are you, Mark? I've been enjoying I'm... the show very much. With Thank Mike you. and Alan, it's a very, very informative show. I really am enjoying it. Oh, that's great. Um, we love to hear. Do you have a question for them, or do you want to ask them something? Um, I just wanted to go back for a second to your comment. Somebody made a comment about um, independent authors who whose books aren't that great. Um, as an editor, I have a very big bone to pick with that one, actually, because there are so many good books out there who whose authors don't take the next step and have it edited. So when it goes yeah. on yeah. Kindle or wherever the the good story is ruined by poor spelling, poor punctuation, right. poor grammar, and where they could sell a lot more books, people get to, say, page 10 if they get that far, and they're like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to read this. And yeah. a lot of people are doing themselves a very, really big disservice by not having their books edited. What, what is your yeah, name? I agree. We, Sorry, we, I, we, we, talked about, we talked about that at the beginning of the show, how unfortunate it is for some of the authors that take the time to write and then yes. take the time to try and market, and they have not had the foresight to have the book edited properly, and that's why some of the independent authors have the problem going forward. So perhaps yes, you missed the right. first oh, part okay. of the book. We were, I, we, we yeah, were, I did miss fact, that. Yeah, one of the, the keys is – not, the writing is important, obviously, but the editing is the next step. And if you don't do that professionally, we said, because uh, I right. know a lot of people want to be editors and they're not. They're uh, not editors. Don't do it no, no. You, you're, you're wasting you're wasting your time, and you're 100% correct. Right, yep. and I and I know myself. I need an editor, but I do know a lot of people that say that they don't need an editor. They looked it over. That's not I. You know, I've had it when I. You know, as clients, I always told people my clients to have that edited because you know you can't even they think if they send a book to a publisher that the 
publisher is going to edit it. Well, they're not going to read it. Right. To even you're not going to get that far. So you have to have it exactly. edited first. Maybe you know, and then they'll read it. But they're not going to read anything right. that's not edited, right? Right. Know? Well, I am an editor, so oh, that's why I was putting that that my two cents in there. And well, Owen when I have an editor me. show, do I listen? Email me or Mike. You know, you know them both apparently, or Owen. But if you could I know just Owen. email me, I don't, I don't you know, know Mike yet. Okay, all right. Well, now yeah, you who? do. <laughs> there what you is go. Your name? What is your name? It's Kathleen Rothenberger. Okay. okay. Otherwise known okay. as Kathy. Okay. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? You know, I I have had shows with editors. You know, I have had shows with editors because it really is so important. And you know, I I do think that's the one thing which we we've repeated so many times. But that is the main thing. You have to be edited. I've had people that are teachers and they think they're editors. They're not. Just because you can teach doesn't mean you're an editor. So I think you you really have to have a a editor. So I, Mm -hmm. you know. It's it's that we we all three of us agree on that you know all three of us agree on everything we've said today and you know because we're right. all different writers but it really is you have, there are the steps to take to be an independent author that are so important and if you miss those steps then you you don't have a future. That's very true. Well, That's very true. You have you have to follow the formula and the formula includes writing and. Editing and marketing and publishing and redoing the mm-hmm. whole thing and rewriting it. Yep. Uh, you just can't go from one to the to the end. You got to go through all the steps. Yes, That's and I very, we so very appreciate true. you calling. And you know, you could, you know, if you email me, at, you know, at World of Ink, okay. um, and then you know, I'd be happy to have you on because I would like to do a show on editing again. We'll probably need to do one because we haven't done okay, one. Okay, that would be great. All right, thank That'd you so great. much for it's calling. We really appreciate it. Website World of Ink Network. World of Ink Network. World of Ink Network. Or you can go on MarshaCasperCook.com, MarshaCasperCook.com, and email me. Okay, we'll do it. Okay, good. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate thank it. You. You, do, you did a great radio Good show. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Now, see how nice that is. You know, that is nice yeah. you know, to hear that. You know, I mean, all of us need that, you know, and editing. I mean, we all know this, but and I'll, I have one last thing to say. You know, like I know some people have liked my, you know, covers a lot, but I will say that I, I could go through and I know this, you're going to know this, thousands of pictures to get to the right cover because you just can't slap something on, you know, and that is important. So, you know, um, these are all things that indie authors do, you know, and Mm -hmm. we work hard at all of this. So I think tonight's show proves, you know, and you two are very successful. And so that's, you know, why we should do a show again soon because, you know, it's good to talk. It's good for people to hear the right way. That's what I do. I'm, you know, I, I want I people to tell people the right way, you know, because a lot of people are out there and there's nobody to tell them what to do. And that's why they make mistakes. It's not really their fault. They just don't know. So, you know, and so that's why right. when, you know, when they learn the right way, they'll, they'll be able to have books that work. Right. So on that note, right. does anybody have anything, any last words? Or I know you, you want to give your website. <laughs> Owen, oh, whatever you want to, did you want the last word? But yeah, as as we close, I just want to thank you for having me on, and uh, thank you, Mike, for allowing me to part of the show. Oh, I think this was so and much I, fun. Putting yeah. a plug in. If anybody has any any questions, they can go to my website, owenpar.com. They can see the books, and they can con- connect uh, from there 
like like one of the callers said, Jim Nesbitt, he's called me, we've spoken, we've helped each other. I don't have any problem helping anybody uh, no, me through, neither. Uh, by the phone or email. We want to share. Um, I know Mike is the same. We want to be able to share what, right. what we've and learned. I, and so I'm t- and I, that's why. Right. And if you have a show that you want to have on, just let me know because I'm open to all of these shows because I, you know, all of these things are so – you know, important to writers, and I think and it's nice if readers are listening to what we go through, you know, and mm-hmm. so, you know, sometimes they don't realize how hard this is, and this is not easy, you know, it, yeah, writing right is, yeah, it's in our minds all the time, so, all right, so, Owen, you gave your website, Mike? I, the only thing that I have to say is that uh, I, I don't do a website because I don't have the time, really, but uh, I do, I do mentor uh, people, that uh, you know, I, I shouldn't say that over the air because I'm going to get clobbered with a million people. But I try and help everyone that I can. And if you need to get in touch with me, just Google my name, Mike Pettit, yeah. and it'll give you a series of places to see me or contact me. And uh, but yeah, I, I love helping new authors uh, try and walk them through the steps and so forth. But yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, that's, uh, I, you I, know. I really enjoyed tonight. Yeah, it's been it's been really good, and you know, thank you all. And I'm Marsha Casper Cook, so you can find me at marshacaspercook.com, and um, or at World of Ink Network. And please, you know, we we all will be happy to help anybody because we know how hard this is. And thank you both for coming on. It's been a really good show, and I hope you both come on again. And um, thank you all. And I will be off for a couple weeks, but I will see you soon. And thank you both. I appreciate it. A lot thank of fun. You. And thank you, listen, thank you, listeners, and thank you for the people in the chat room. I hope you enjoyed it. Good night. Hello?